Welcome in Thursday, March 19th. Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast. And I know, I know, right now things aren't so fun in many places. But you know what? I think aren't we getting to a point where we want to look at some bright spots? So I thought today that I would talk about something that I saw from a post from somebody that I respect very much as an astrologer, Kelly Surtees has put out an article on all of this, and I thought I would pick a few highlights from that. I'm going to link to the article in the show notes here so you can get right to it if you'd like to read it for yourself. And uh, we'll bring some of our own spin on this. But basically, Kelly pretty much just screwed all the bolts together, if you will, of the energy in Capricorn, that being Mars, Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn. You know, we have never lived through something like this. And by this, I'm talking about not only a worldwide global situation. And, you know, even thinking about that, really the last world global situation that you could say almost everybody was involved with would have been the two world wars of the last century. But not everybody was affected by those. I mean, it was broad scale and it was world war, but it wasn't like every person on the planet, seven point something billion people are affected by what's going on with this thing. We also have certainly not gone through Saturn Pluto because the last time it happened was 1518. (laughs) And actually that one is not as reflective as this one. Now, I've had a bunch of you signing up over on the Subconscious Mind Mastery Facebook page because I did a video on this where we go back and look at the year 1518 and the year 1284 on video, Majana and I doing it together, and we talk about the different characteristics and what happened. It's basically kind of looking back at the history of what unfolded at each period. The 1518 period was more of a shakeup of the of the dominance of the Roman Catholic Church. 1284 was a major shift period. 1284 looks more like 2020 than 1518 does, simply because the planetary alignments in Capricorn are closer to 1284 than they are 1518. Just like today, in 1284, you had Mars, Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn and also Venus in Capricorn. So I will put that link in the show notes as well. So from a historical perspective, I would tend to look at some of the characteristics of what happened in 1284. And as I pointed out in the video, basically you had several calamities, several waves of things came through. There was a famine in 1315. Then there was, of course, the bubonic plague in 1347. And then there was a little mini ice age that began. So if you wanted to break it down, you had climate change and a pandemic. Now, what Kelly was saying is that the triggers of Jupiter moving into Capricorn, you know, when Jupiter moved into Capricorn last fall and specifically talked about it being in a grumpy zone. And when Mars joined the party, we talked about the two greater malefics, according to traditional astrology, being in the same sign sign that happens to be ruled by Saturn. So Kelly describes all the nuances of this. I'll not go into it. It's a fairly in-depth article and very well done. But one of the main points is happening by degree right now. 
because Mars is conjunct Jupiter at 22 degrees. Now, the exact conjunction will happen tomorrow morning. That will be at 7 a.m. Eastern time. That's when Mars and Jupiter will be conjunct by both degree and minute. Now, I think we've seen, you know, with Saturn-Pluto, of course, those two move so slowly. But uh, Jupiter's not, you know, not on roller skates either. But I think, as Kelly points out as well in the article, that you'll see uh, a couple of days on either side of that as buildup. So one of the points she was making is perhaps that will be an expansion of the growth of the virus. The cases coming up will multiply more quickly around that date. And I observed from the Worldograph webpage, if you've been watching that, over the last 72 hours, basically, the numbers have doubled of worldwide exposure. We went from about a hundred and something thousand cases to over 200,000 cases in a very short period of time. And that conjunction is upon us right now. The next event on the timeline would be March 21st when Saturn moves into Aquarius. And then Mars conjuncts Pluto on March 23rd. It moves into Aquarius on March 30th. And then it meets up with Saturn conjunct on March 31st. She was thinking maybe that's a crescendo point of some of this short-term confinement because Saturn rules confinement, right? Saturn rules limitations. Saturn rules if there was going to be something that was over quarantine, it would be Saturn, right? And then this continues to unfold because as Saturn dances in Aquarius for just a little bit, and then turns back around and goes into Capricorn, Mars will continue to go through Aquarius and finally moves into Pisces in mid-May. And finally then that conjoined energy and that coupled energy between Mars and Saturn will be a little bit broken. Now, like she was saying, and I think this is a good point, when Mars goes into Pisces, we've got Neptune sitting in there. (laughs) I shouldn't laugh because that could have health implications as well, very much so. Then we have Mars in its own sign of Aries. Then we have Mars in Taurus conjuncting Uranus, and that's the whole financial picture. So, folks, I, you know, I'm just, I want to tell you the way that this thing is, and that's, um, I think, a very good synopsis from Kelly's perspective. So the path of this will continue for a while, at least energetically, astrologically. Now, one of the good things about once this finally shakes out, and just like she's saying, mid-May kind of time frame, at least there will be separation. In other words, Mars will be just dealing with Neptune, and then it will just be dealing with itself, and then it will just be dealing with Uranus, instead of this very hyper-consolidated, focused energy that we've had as this built up through last year, crescendoed in January, and has continued to unfold. So I have a stack of resources that I will put in there. I did an initial Saturn-Pluto video that talks about, again, the history of this, looking back. That was just a video that I've done, and I will put the link to that. It's a free download from our website, soulfoodtalks.com. I'll link to Kelly's article, and I will link to the Facebook page if you want to pick that up. And I'm going to be doing more. Now, if you are sequestered, and I waited all the way to the end of this to tell you, by the way, 
the Steve Forrest Book of Fire audiobook is out. <laughs> Finally, got the email like at 7 o'clock last night from Audible, but hey, they're doing what they have to do as well, and I'm sure that they are under uh, reduced workload or work workers' capability right now, and they're just doing what they can. So it took a while to get out, but it is out. The Book of Fire by Steve Forrest. And we'll be talking about that more, and I'm going to be releasing the hour-long almost interview with him over on Subconscious Mind Mastery, and I'll tell you when that's out as well. So we got some stuff to occupy your time anyway. It's a great book, and even, like, if you're listening to this podcast, it is totally for you. It's not all deep and nitpicky in astrology. I think it's a great read, and Steve's writing style is amazing. So check it out on Audible, The Book of Fire by Stephen Forrest, narrated by Thomas Miller. All right, that buttons it up for Thursday. We'll talk more tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye-bye.